Hi everybody, this is Gatsad. Hope that your new year is off to a good start. I hate to have to talk about these people because they are truly execrable, but here we go. Today I'll be talking about what I think might be the same person because we've never seen them in the same room together. Occasional Cortex AOC and the walking idea pathogens guy, Justin Trudeau. Let me start with Justin first. Uh, this is what I said many years ago when I was asked about Justin Trudeau. Here we go. This was, I think, in 2017. Justin Trudeau is an utter disaster on many, many fronts. And I say this not to be disrespectful, not to be bombastic in any way, but I genuinely mean it when I say the following. If I were to take in my 23-year professorial career, it's now 27 years, the absolute dumbest undergraduate student that I've ever had, that student would be approximately 100 times smarter than Justin Trudeau. I've since revised that, uh, revised that to 1,000 times smarter. This is a guy who, until he was 40-something, his biggest claim to fame was that he was a snowboarder and a substitute drama teacher, and now he is the leader of one of the most important Western countries in the world, and we've elected him three times in Canada. So why am I reminding you of my uh, views of Justin? It's because he was recently on a French-Canadian show where he basically argued that uh, vaccine-hesitant people are, you know, extremists. They are very often racists, misogynists. So that's the exemplar, that's the epitome of the person who is vaccine-hesitant. They are racist, misogynist, extremist pigs. Now, of course, never want to let pesky reality or pesky data alter his views. Here is what the actual results are. This is from August 11th, 2021, in an article published in McLean's magazine, which is arguably the biggest magazine in Canada. Typical vaccine-hesitant person is a 42-year-old Ontario woman who votes liberal. This is from an abacus polling. So the typical person who is vaccine-hesitant is a 42-year-old liberal. Justin Trudeau says the typical, you know, it's a, it's a hick. It's someone who sleeps with their sibling, who is toothless, who's a extremist, a racist, a misogynist. This is the head. This is the steward of the country. Division, division, division. Here's another one that I'd like to share with you. Carnegie, this is, I will share, I will post the links to each of these articles uh, in the description section. Americans with PhDs are the most reluctant to get vaccinated against COVID study finds. Carnegie Mellon University and the University of Pittsburgh researchers reported a U-shaped correlation between vaccine hesitancy and education level. They concluded people with PhDs are not only the most skeptical about getting vaccinated, but are also the least likely to change their minds about it. So Justin Trudeau goes in front of a large audience and says, if you are, and by the way, he also says, it's not, I'm not sure that we should tolerate such people in Canada. So the prime minister of a country goes on TV, says that, you know, doesn't use 
persuasive strategies to say, here is why scientifically, here are the 73 reasons why if you are vaccine hesitant, you shouldn't be. And let me try to persuade you with data, with science, with evidence-based thinking. It's much easier to simply say, if you are vaccine hesitant, you are a hick, you're uneducated, you're an extremist, you're a misogynist, you're racist. I'm surprised that he didn't add transphobic and uh, Islamophobic. I mean, it would have been a much more compelling argument. So the typical person in Canada, 42-year-old liberal woman, U.S. study finds that people with PhDs are the most likely to be vaccine hesitant. But again, data, reality, science, common sense are no barriers to spewing nonsense when you are the Prime Minister of Canada. So that's story one. Story two, female version of Justin Trudeau, occasional cortex, AOC. Recently was... uh, uh, photographed uh, in Florida, hanging around, partying, no mask on, and so on. So people called her out for her hypocrisy, and it's perfectly fair game to do so, uh, given the positions that she's she's taken, the moral grandstanding that she engages in, the wagging of the you know finger at you, uh, you know, a morally whole person, someone who is not a moral hypocrite, then their actions and their stated positions are congruent with each other. When they're not, people call you on it. So rather than offer a uh, you know, worthy rebuttal as to why the people who were accusing her of moral hypocrisy might be wrong, instead, like the good 14-year-old mean girl high schooler that she is, she said all the people who are criticizing her are... Uh, sexually frustrated Republicans who are frustrated because they can't date her. Now, I want you to pause for a second. Think about Justin Trudeau now has been prime minister in Canada since 2015. He genuinely, I I truly mean that, he is substantially dumber than my glasses. Okay, He, He never has uttered a single syllable that demonstrates deep thought that demonstrates that even if he's wrong, he has a, a a tree of knowledge that allows him to arrive at his positions. He's just a random AI bot that generates platitudes of wokeness, okay? This has nothing to do with me being liberal or conservative or anything. I call it as I see it. I've called it for many, many years. I warned people for many years about him. Go to one of my early Joe Rogan chats where Joe Rogan said, oh yeah, Justin Trudeau, I like that guy, in which I had at the time uh, corrected his fault, corrected his false belief many years ago. But in any case, so you've got Justin Trudeau, who's Prime Minister of Canada, and no amount of scandals, no amount of ethical breaches, no amount of insane policies have caused Canadians to reject him. So that's one. Then you've got someone who is now one of the leaders of the Democratic Party in the U.S. who acts as though she's a petulant 13-year-old. Truly indistinguishable. I mean, think think about historical politicians that the world has seen and how they conduct themselves, right? And then think about occasional cortex and her behavior. Anyone who accuses her of anything is a sexually frustrated Republican 
who is frustrated because they can't date her. By that logic, all of the Democrats who were obsessed with Donald Trump were obsessed because they were sexually frustrated because they wanted to be sodomized by him, literally, sexually. And and the fact that, so Adam Schiff, you know, has a major hard-on for Donald Trump because ultimately he is sexually frustrated because he can't sleep with Donald Trump. That's a human being who is one of the most powerful politicians. A few days ago, she was serving me a drink in wherever, Boston. A few days later, she is the intellectual luminary that we don't deserve. This is the problem with politics, is that it attracts only the worst in society, the parasites, the narcissists, the authoritarians, anyone who has integrity, who has depth, who has profundity, says by definition, because I have these values, I don't want to be in politics. So for example, I've been asked by many people, including people in very high political places, hey, why don't you run Professor Saad? And I say, because I would be a useless politician, because I have integrity. Remember in Arabic, I have sharaf, strong personhood, because I am pathologically honest. I can't speak from two sides of my mouth. So I wouldn't last as a politician for 15 seconds. But morons, imbeciles, narcissists, 14-year-old mean girls are the ones who ascend in politics. So maybe it's time to bring back the old platonic ideal of the philosopher king. Happy New Year, everybody. Cheers.